0: You're listening to the Converge Podcast Network. Big thanks to our presenting sponsor, Zondervan, a revered and reliable source for transformative and inspirational content. Support this podcast by visiting Zondervan.com and find your next favorite
1: book. Now, on to the show. to the Head in the Clouds podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping you get your dream off the ground. My name is Ryan Romeo, and this week I wanted to do something a little bit different. I wanted to talk a little bit about something that I'm really passionate about that I launched this week, and it really is. It was a dream of mine to do from the beginning, and obviously a lot of you know about Outcry and know a little bit of the backstory, but this last week was the release of the next level of outcry and we're we're calling them outcry revival nights and before I talk too much about that, let me take a few steps back. We did not do a tour in August. We took some time off. It's been almost a year, and it will be one year between our tours. And I need you guys to know that like, when we're sitting down and we're praying about Outcry, we're talking about Outcry, we're going, okay, what do we wanna do this year? There's been so many times, and especially last year, what was so funny is me and Shane hung out last year, and we were in LA, and we had sold out the Greek that day. So the the Greek is one of these really iconic places right in LA, amazing outdoor venue, and we sold it out, which is unbelievable. And yet Shane and I went out to lunch that day and our conversation was, do you want to shut down Outcry? I'm kind of feeling like maybe we should stop doing Outcry. And we had this just very real conversation. It was just, and Shane and I are always like that. We don't beat around the bush, really. We, We go straight at it and we go, okay, We've been doing the same thing for a while. Do you feel like we need to stop? And we were 50/50 on it. We really didn't finish our lunch going, "Oh yeah, we should, you know, we should definitely stop," or, "Yes, we should definitely keep going." And we kind of had this skeptical sort of attitude. And as we went into that night, it was an amazing night, and we had and Mosaic was kind of leading worship backstage, and Pastor Irwin McManus came and gave us a message before, and we finished our pre-worship time and it was one of the more powerful pre-worship times that i've had in a while and those were always amazing for me but this one was in particular really powerful and we finished the night and Shane and i both looked at each other and we're like no we we this this has got to keep going and we and the lord was really starting to make clear to us no i want you to do outcry in 2019 okay so fast forward 6 months ago or so i'm sitting down with Shane and and Michael Pugh, who's the CEO of Premier and we're sitting and talking, and, and before I went into these meetings, I spent a lot of time praying, and I knew this one thing. I knew I didn't want to do the same thing, and Shane and I had a lot of conversations. We didn't want to do the exact same thing we've always done, and we came into that meeting with only that one thing clear. We don't want to do the same thing, and we're going, okay, now what? There's our endless possibilities in front of us, and we started to say, okay, what was really for us the most powerful thing about Outcry. And for me, it was those pre-service times, those times where everybody's coming together and worshiping, and there's no bells and whistles, there's no crazy lights or insane screens or anything like that. It's just us and Jesus, and we're the church backstage, we're ministering to each other. And those times were so powerful, and they were life-changing times for us. And then the second thing that I really love and was always a champion of and really would work so hard every year to pull off. But those moments at the beginning of the night where everybody's on stage together leading worship. And at some point in the meeting, we were just like, can we just do that all night? Can we just get all everybody on stage together all night and we'll just worship and we'll rotate a little bit, give people a break if they need it. But we want them all together as much as possible. And then that was the birth of Revival Nights. And we started to go, okay, but these feel different, you know. And Shane and I always loved old revival. I mean, I always loved the design of old revival, like tent revivals. It was just these this very raw design, and I was always really inspired by it. And so we started talking about old tent revivals, and so we were going, okay, everything... Really, for us, wanted to be inspired by that. And we're like, man, we're going to do our same thing, though, that we do know and that we do love about outcry. And we're going to talk about the power of the local church. We're going to preach the gospel. We're going to tell people about Jesus. And we're going to worship Jesus. And we're going to see a lot of power happen in in those nights. And for us, I think unity comes before power for outcry. That really is our heartbeat, and that unity, that foundation of unity and connection with each other is the thing that births something that's so much more amazing than we could do by ourselves, and that is so much of the power of outcry. And really, these nights, we really do want to reflect the local church. We're very passionate about that. We want to be real with it. So one of our bold things are, we're actually not going to have video screens for outcry this year. We're actually stripping way, way back on production. Not to save money, but to completely jar us into some sort of different reality. And we're going to have a thin screen probably for lyrics, but no video content. So everything's going to feel very much like an old tent revival. And you guys, we use video for transitioning everything and making everything smooth. And so this is going to be a completely different experience, but it's going to be real. And that's the thing that I love this is going to be real because all these worship artists, as amazing as they are, Chris Kilala and, and Cody Karins and Phil Wickham and the guys from Passion and, and everybody that's going to be with us, they're all amazing people that work in a local church. That's what brings them all together. So that's really what's going to be going on in these nights. And I am so excited. And we're also figuring it out. And we're going to be group texting and everything else before we go into the night. Because the worship leaders and all of us on Outcry, we're going to be putting this thing together just kind of as we get closer to the event. But it's going to be so powerful. But as I was sitting back and I'm praying, I'm like, okay, that's a cool story, Ryan. Ryan. Yes, that's worth talking about in a podcast, but I think there's three quick principles that I want to talk about that went into that, because I tell you in like 10 minutes, this is the story, and it's really easy for me to spit out in 10 minutes, but along the way, it was so messy and scary, and it felt like, gosh, this thing that we've been spending years pouring our lives into, we might be shutting it down, and there's a lot of emotions that go into that, and even just considering it, just even having the loose grip on something like that is a really difficult thing. And these are the three principles. And that's the first one. N- Number one, you need to be willing to stop the thing that was so exciting to you years ago. That is a really hard thing. But yet, when you take a step back and you go, okay, if this one thing that I love that I'm holding onto so tight, if it went away, what would I do? And you have to really be able to answer that with Jesus because that's where your true identity and roots lie. And all of us have our identity roots that start to leak into things that we don't want them to go. They start to travel into areas that we don't want them to go. If you've done an event or a church or or a blog or you're writing a book or you're starting a business, whatever it is, if you're finding your identity in that, you need to take a step back, visualize what if that thing went away then you go, okay, what am I left with? And really, it's that thing that honestly makes you step back and say, okay, is this from the Lord? So number one, you need to be willing to shut it down. Number two, sometimes you need to throw the whole thing on its ear. And this was, for us, that loose grip. Okay, we're not sure, you know, maybe outcry is kind of dwindling and we need to change it or shift it uh, or shut it down. And then we said, okay, God's not saying shut it down. We get that. But now what? Like now we just, we don't feel at peace about doing just the same thing. And we had to be able to take a step back and go, what if we reinvented the whole thing? This one part of outcry that we really love. What if the whole night was like that? And you have to be willing to throw the whole thing on its ear. And that's what brings freshness. That's what brings new vision. That's what honestly is a catalytic thing that the Lord uses to speak new ideas into you in the process. Okay, Number one, you need to be willing to shut it down. Number two, sometimes you need to throw the whole thing on its ear. Number three, you need to remind yourself of why you started. And this was crucial for us. We had to take a step back and go, okay, remember when we were talking about Outcry and we didn't see these leaders touring with each other, being together very much, and... Remember when we started talking about our love for the church and how people are real down on the church, but we want to talk about the power of the local church and that the church isn't dead, that the greatest days are ahead. We had to come back to some of those first foundational things that we talked about with outcry. And when we did, it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. We know God's not saying shut it down. We know God's saying, let's change this thing up. And then number three, we needed to take a step back and remind ourselves, okay, what was that thing? What was that first love? What was that first insight? What was that first vision that came to us? Because that's still the foundation of what we're doing today. Here is the bottom line for Outcry Revival Nights. I believe that there is a revival coming in America, I believe that there are people that are literally going to be revived in their faith, and they are going to pursue Jesus in a new way. I believe that the church is going to experience growth, spiritual and physical growth. I believe that we're going to see a lot of amazing miracles on this tour. I think that there is such a hunger for a real encounter with the living God in this country that when we get together and when we worship and when we do something with unity, that anointing and power comes. That oil of unity when brothers dwell together in unity, blessed is it when brothers dwell in unity, and there God commands a blessing. I believe that unity comes before the blessing, comes before the anointing. And so that is our heart for this night, that we would come together, we would talk about Jesus, that we'd be unified, and that as we held our hands out in worship, that Jesus is going to fill us up with something brand new, and I believe there's going to be a lot of passion and excitement and realness that is poured out in these revival nights unlike anything we've ever seen before. Let's take a quick break to hear from a sponsor. Marriage
0: is your most sacred relationship on this earth, and prayer is the single most powerful way to transform it. Have you heard of Mark Batterson's book, The Circle Maker? Over 1 million prayer lives have been changed through The Circle Maker. Now, marriages can benefit from this teaching as well. It's time to learn the relational truths in the legend of Honi the Circle Maker, a man bold enough to draw a circle in the sand and not leave it until God answered his impossible prayer. Honi's prayer saved a generation, and your prayers can transform your relationship. Praying Circles Around Your Marriage draws from the life-changing principles Mark Batterson outlines in his New York Times bestseller, The Circle Maker. This new book is available now for pre-order everywhere you buy books. Go check it out. Now let's get back to the show.
1: So that's my spiel about Outcry Revival Nights. I am so excited, you guys. And outcrytour.com is where you can get all the information about that. and. Check us out on social media, at Outcry, kind of everywhere. And we're going to be touring, hitting 16 cities here in April and May. And most likely, we're going to be coming to a city near you. So I would love to see you come out for that. Okay, guys, a couple things that would really help me out. Number one, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on Spotify or iTunes. Make sure you keep sharing on social media. I love to see when people are talking about the subjects we're talking about on this blog. And you could join that conversation with me personally at HITC.com. Live. H-I-T-C dot live is where you could go and see some show notes and you can contact me and we could talk about your story and your dream and we could really engage with each other because that's what I want to do with this podcast. So as always, keep your head in the clouds, keep your feet on the ground and keep chasing that thing that God has for you. Till next time.
0: Thanks for listening to Head in the Clouds with Ryan Romeo. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network. For more information about this show, visit ConvergePodcastNetwork.com. We also thought you might enjoy another Converge Network podcast called The Invitation with Luke Lazan. On The Invitation, Luke talks about the invitations we receive in life and how they can be opportunities to respond to something that will change the trajectory of our lives. Search for The Invitation with Luke LaZan in your favorite podcasting app.